Hey everyone, it's me, Peyton, from the Avengers Podcast. Just want to say before the episode starts that Torin's short film, his Daredevil short film, is out now. We completely forgot to talk about it uh, at the start of the show, but if you are interested in that, it'll be linked in the show notes or the description wherever you're watching. So go check that out, show it some love. We do mention it again at the end of the show, but... Yeah, we just completely forgot to talk about it up top. So again, go check that out. Show it some love. It's in the description of the show notes. And uh, yeah, back to the show. Welcome everybody to the Adventures Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host Peyton, and with me is my co-host Torn. Hi. Hi. What's going on? I'm done with school. As Finally. am I. That being said, <laughs> you're going to New York. I am going to New York next week. Yeah. Literally next week. I was planning it last night with my friends. Yeah. Um, so. Luckily, I'm we're going to pre-record some stuff so, you, so we won't leave you hanging again for a month. But uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do want to ask. It's been about a week since Multiverse of Madness. Opinions still the same? Have they swayed at all? No, I mean, I luckily that I am a human being that has common sense, so <laughs> everything stays the same for me. Um, I think it's still a really, really fun movie. Um, definitely top three most aesthetically pleasing MCU movies. Um, great direction with Sam Raimi in terms of directing. Uh, the writing is a little off, but of course it fits Sam Raimi's campiness. Um, while the plot is very simple for a multiversal movie, it's so, um, so it was very enjoyable to me. And yeah, and every fan who hates on this movie is dumb, huh, quote unquote fan. So I've seen this movie three times because it's the best movie I've ever seen. About, no, not really. I have seen it three times. Um, it's for me, it's been one of those movies where the, more the on subsequent um, sus, on subsequent rewatches, and the more I think about it, the more I like it. Uh, I think once the you know the first viewing, it's very fast paced. It, it I think it maybe it, I can understand it feeling rushed on the first viewing. Some of the some of the jokes or whatever may not land, or maybe you even didn't hear them because some cheering or whatever. But you know, on a second, third, and just thinking about it more, a lot of those rough edges get smoothed out. And I like it. Uh, I like it. Uh, I like it more. Same rating, <laughs> but I, but I like it more. Yeah, Some of the stuff that bothered me well, bothers me less. That's fair. That's fair to say. Indeed. Well, we got a great show for everybody this week. We are talking about the most underrated superhero movies. Very excited to get into that because uh, you know some of these movies ain't getting the credit they deserve, like at all, and it's just not fair. But of course, we also have the news of the week. And like always, there's going to be time codes in the show notes or the description. So if you want to jump around, you can do that. But we got some <laughs> we got some kind of funny CW news. Um, we got some Ezra Miller Flash news. We also have some uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness news as far as that uh, sequence of the movie goes in the second act. Uh, we'll try to avoid spoilers as much, as much as possible, but that piece of news does involve spoilers, so we'll give you a fair warning once we get to that. 
But yeah, let's let's uh let's get started with some Star Wars news. Ahsoka has started filming. Very nice. nice. Very nice. I am cautiously optimistic <laughs> because uh, a lot of what this show is supposed to be dealing with was as far as uh, as far as I know was originally supposed to be an animated sequel to Rebels and I get I think they shift shifted uh course to a live action series so i I don't know how some of maybe the original plan is going to translate to live action but star wars shows generally speaking book of boba fett exists but you know there's you know the handful of episodes that are good generally look very nice so i'm not worried in that sense i'm more worried about the story and and even how maybe some characters are portrayed but generally speaking i i trust them on 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 that front yeah, Ahsoka, arguably probably my favorite character in Star Wars. If I had to, if I had to choose one, her character arc is just something else. But uh, next piece of Star Wars news: the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order will reportedly be titled uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I don't know what this means <laughs> as far as the story goes. I don't goes. know what that means either, but. Um, and of course, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this game. I still have to finish Fallen Order. Um, I kind of was playing it and I dropped it. How far um, did you get into it? Dude, I'm still at like the very first like couple levels. You have, like, any, you, have, I, you, have you gotten to Kashyyyk yet? No, nah, I haven't gotten to Kashyyyk yet. <sighs> yeah, you're really, God damn. <laughs> you're really early on. Uh, luckily, I've been able to play it and I've played it through uh, because a beautiful soul made a mod that took out all the spiders <laughs> so I could play it. It's a great game. Great game. But the way it ended, I don't know. I don't know what Survivor could entail. I guess Inquisitors again, I suppose. I don't know. But yeah. The Inquisitors. Exactly. I think we're supposed to be getting a reveal for this game relatively soon. I think sometime this summer, maybe even during a Star Wars celebration this uh, at the end of the month. But uh, we'll see about that. Let it, let's us move on to some DC news. Uh, despite rumors from certain outlets, Warner Brothers is unfortunately not considering replacing Ezra Miller as the Flash for now. Oh, oh okay. But as of right now, it does seem like they're sticking with. Uh, <laughs> sticking with hawaii menace ezra miller but, uh, irl irl reverse flash yeah if you didn't know there was a rumor going around that warner brothers were considering replacing ezra miller as the flash with uh dylan o'brien i think it was i don't hate that choice actually but unfortunately it doesn't seem to be true for right now but maybe some point down the line i don't know i hope so i don't, I don't hate the choice but i just think that they're like better options yeah Definitely. But anything's better than Ezra Miller right now, so I'll take anything. But, uh, yeah. Next piece of DC news. According to The Wrap, the fan favorite and cheer moment awards at this year's Oscars were reportedly rigged by an automated Twitter bot by automated Twitter bot accounts in support of Zack Snyder. Is anyone surprised? <laughs> the second they were like, vote on Twitter, I was like, oh, this shit's getting botted. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, the, that whatever flash under the speed force one or whatever. And I was just like, that's not, 
that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that's that's it's, it, this isn't surprising at all. I don't know. I don't know what the Oscars expected. I don't know what people expected putting the shit on Twitter or whatever. But it is what it is. The award means nothing. So who cares? But next piece of DC news. Warner Brother Games Gotham Knights uh, will no longer release on last-gen consoles and will now exclusive, exclusively release on current-gen and PC. I am excited for the push into exclusivity on current-gen consoles because it pushes technology, but at the same time, if you've seen the gameplay, it doesn't look very uh, intensive. It look, yeah. It looks really bare bones. I'm not sure what is in the game that makes it, that make that has to be a Series X and S and PS5 and PC exclusive. And speaking of gameplay, know. some gameplay like came gameplay, out. Gameplay does, I mean, it just does not, I mean, it doesn't look the best. The only characters that look like good or at least the movement is similar to like Arkham is Batgirl mm-hmm. and, and Nightwing. But then again, I don't know like who whoever was playing it. Yeah, I was about to like, say. Like because I don't know what it is about like demos, but they always like just gotta make sure they have bot activity. Like just play the game normally. Yeah. So Yeah, the gameplay just looked slow and weird. And the open world just looks again like bare bones and flat not interesting like i mean i'll i'll keep looking at gameplay i'm not gonna get this shit on launch i will yeah i'm not gonna get on launch either i just don't i just i I don't know now it's a good thing that it's not in the (laughs) arkham universe (laughs) maybe this should have been red flag number one but yeah that's that is tough uh next piece of dc news naomi has been canceled after one season don't doubt it don't yeah, not that surprising. But also CW this this week, which just yeah, was CW on, a on a canceling spree. spree. They I'm just gonna list what they canceled here. CW also canceled. <laughs> they canceled Dynasty, Charmed, Roswell, New Mexico, 4400, or I don't know, I don't know what the fuck that show is called. 4400. I don't I don't care. Legacies and In the Dark, and. <laughs> Uh, of course, I think it was I think it was just last week or maybe it was the week before they canceled Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow. So in- include those two. Good God, <laughs> bro! Yeah, their budget going off the roof right now. Yeah, or they're dumping it into other things. The Flash, please, bro. They could dump it into the Flash and like have some redemption. It's just like, bro, that that'll, that'll be something that everyone needs. Yeah, but uh. According or the, the apparently the CW CEO wanted to renew Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow uh, before their mm-hmm. cancellations, but apparently Warner Brothers didn't want to pay the leases on the studio space, so they had to cancel them. Under, un, understandably, I would under, like I can see Legends of Tomorrow, but Bat Batwoman, nah. Yeah, it's like it's like as low key funny as this is. A bunch of people are losing their jobs. <laughs> so many people yeah. are losing their jobs. Like just in one fell swoop. There's like uh, there's there. I saw some of the some of like the writing staff and like producers of, st- of some of these shows on Twitter just be like, I didn't even know about this until the news came out of the trays. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that sucks. So hopefully they land on their feet. But some more CW news. 
apparently Gotham Knights has been picked up. <laughs> the CW. Oh my god. <laughs> They just cancel all these shows and they pick up Gotham Knights. And apparently that Powerpuff Girls show is still in development. <laughs> oh, my God. We won at what cost? Oh, man. Hopefully they drop that My Hero <laughs> show. Uh, bro, I hope they drop that My Hero show, too. Oh, my God. Just freaking put John Diggle into, like, the freaking Green Lantern show. Or something. I don't know, man. Please. Dear God. So bad. Awful making the worst company decisions ever. I think Sony has them beat. <laughs> but but yeah, hopefully some of this gets uh dumped into the flash and dump even more into Superman and Lois cuz that show is just mm, I am I'm not cut up on it cuz they just refuse to actually subsequent subsequently release episodes. It's like here's a here's an episode and then we'll wait a month for the next but it is yeah, what it no, is. That's annoying. Let's move on to some Marvel news. Loki season two begins filming June 6th. They're nice. moving right along with that. Very, very excited for that. Uh, I believe the Moon Knight directors are the new directors attached to Loki season two, and they did a great job on Moon Knight. So I'm very excited to see what that would look like. Apparently this new season it's a completely different like vibe to the first season because you know now that there's not like oh what's going on with the tv or whatever it's like now it's going to be like some just something different you know yeah but yeah that is that's exciting uh <laughs> next piece of marvel news <laughs> this is uh <laughs> um morbius <laughs> oh my goodness morbius has been uh edited on <laughs> the post credit scene uh, with the vulture where he mentioned spider-man the spider-man reference has been removed from all from all uh versions theatrically it's just been removed which is great news and also hilariously bad news for the movie <laughs> because now that it's been cut out the scene just flows even worse than it did before <laughs> but also it's a good thing because if they taken out the mention of Spider-Man, then maybe they scrapped their plans of putting a Spider-Man in this universe or something. I don't know. Hopefully, but it's also like we also got to see when it comes out in on like digital and Blu-ray and stuff like that. We got to see if that's cut out there as well, or maybe this is just a theatrical thing for some reason. But hopefully. The backlash has caused Sony to backtrack their plans of going forward with this horrendously awful universe. I, I hope so. I honestly, like, I would be a disgrace to my family if I was even associated with Morbius. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I would, I would probably, like, leave the country, change my name, leave all my, leave my wife and kids. Yeah. I was like associated with that movie movie is just god awful i you know i've been collecting blu-rays and shit i yeah. am generally speaking a completionist uh for some of these things like I, I get i buy movies that i don't really like like i have batman v superman and 2017 justice league and fucking like aquaman and shit and the two venom movies which i notoriously do not like but i have them i am not touching morbius <laughs> 
I, I don't, I do not care. I, I am not getting that shit at all. It's just going to taint my shelf. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna just, uh, no, I don't want it. It's a hard pass for me, but, um, move it on to some, uh, move on to the next piece of Marvel news. Two Moon Knight producers are now attached to Marvel Studios Fantastic Four. Amazing. These Moon Knight guys are just getting jobs left and right. Good for them. Great show. Fantastic show, my dad. Indeed. Hopefully, they cast uh, Glenn Howerton instead of that disgusting fan cast, John Krasinski. No one wants that guy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> moving on to uh the next piece of marvel news this is some unfortunate news but also not really all that surprising modok has been canceled by hulu after one season i watched modok it was good fun i liked it it was the best show i've ever seen it had that like robot chicken sort of stop like stop motion animation kind of yeah it was pretty good but it's gone now so it seems like people are worried they're gonna do or they're gonna cancel Hitmonkey as well. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. It seems like now that Marvel's branching into the rated R territory, uh, I don't, I don't think they really give a shit about these shows. And they, they also probably want to do a bunch of MCU stuff now with that. So, is what it is. Uh, next piece of Marvel news and the last piece of Marvel news. There's been some misinformation going around, and I'd like to clear the air uh it's been reported multiple times and it's very scary (laughs) how quickly this is spread without getting uh clarified uh that daniel craig was the oh by the way this is the multiverse of madness bit go away if you don't want to be spoiled (laughs) uh you know timestamps in the description and whatnot daniel craig it's this is the misinformation bit it's been, it was being reported that Daniel Craig was the original choice for Reed Richards. Oh my God, horrible! In the Illuminati, um, not true. Uh, the where the original report where that for where that came from was a bit misleading in its wording. What was what is true is that Daniel Craig was cast or was originally supposed to be uh, in the Illuminati before John Krasinski. Not as Reed Richards, but as Balder the Brave. And then he had to drop out last minute due to uh, some COVID concerns. And they got John Krasinski in for Mr. Fantastic. See. Balder the Brave. Of all. Crazy. Of all. Who, I don't. I, I have <laughs> very little knowledge of who even the fuck Balder the Brave is. He's a half. He's a half brother of Thor. He is? Yeah. Okay, I guess it's it's just kind of a confusing choice because like all the other ones have some sort of connection to the audience in some way. Even Black Bolt was in, you know, this shit in humans show, mm-hmm. and then you just have Balder the Brave <laughs> played by Daniel Craig. I love Daniel Craig. Uh, honestly, not a bad choice for Balder the Brave. But what the fuck? Where's his? What's his place there in the Illuminati? I don't. Uh. All worked out for the better, I'd say. Yeah. Well, we got John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, which is great. Also, did you hear about the um, cut opening sequence? No. Apparently, the 616 
version of Mordo went to Wanda's cabin and she decapitates him. Oh my god, that would be fucking amazing. Would have been amazing, but also 616 Mordo would have been dead. And, I mean, we don't need another Mordo. I mean, it's but it's 616 Mordo. I know. We don't need Mordo. But we do. We barely gotten anything with him. I don't care. I don't like Mordo. <gasps> I really don't like Mordo. Because he's black? Now, why in the hell would you just say that? <laughs> oh, I did. Uh, <laughs> that's what you said, not me. I don't know what to tell you. I did not. That's say what you. Anything. That's what. You, that's what you implied. No, I did not. I don't know. I don't, well, there can't. Other there, there. There's no other reason to not like Mordo. Please, so. let's move on. Please, <laughs> I am begging you. <laughs> Let us move on. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this is a good change. Also, it seems like there was reports a, a while ago that when they were doing the reshoots, it was to add cameos. John Krasinski was probably that cameo that they were uh, probably that yeah. they were adding. So, also, there's been there's new reports coming out that like apparently they're gonna maybe do Fastbenders, Magneto, and Ghost Rider and shit. But apparently there's also been reports saying that that while that is true, they didn't and they technically filmed stuff. They didn't film anything with actual actors like they never got Michael Fassbender in. Also, apparently there was a cut Deadpool post credit scene. I don't know how true these things are. They're just coming out now. So if any, if there's any credence to that, we'll talk about that next week, probably. But that's what's going on right now. Anyway, that's it for the news of the week, which means it is time to move on to our topic which, of course, is underrated superhero movies. What do you got? My first one. Um, I'm also going to preface this by saying that um, some of these movies might be properly properly rated, and I try my best to not put movies that are inherently bad and the quantum underrated because no one talks about them for a reason. Anyways... The first one on my list is Superman Returns. I love Brandon Routh Superman, my childhood. I also love so, Brandon Routh Superman. Fantastic. Gu- gu- kind of like, I mean, not necessarily like a guilty pleasure, but like I definitely have said this, and we'll say it again, that Brandon Routh is the Andrew Garfield of uh, Superman. Absolutely. I don't. So, I didn't put it on my list because I didn't. I don't think it's under. I feel like it's pretty rated although i don't know what's the run to me what's the what's the score on this isn't like six something uh audience is 60 uh critic is 74 oh okay okay yeah okay yeah i guess that's, that is properly rated then yeah because i'd probably give it like a seven seven and a half yeah pretty good but but so my, my point still stands that yeah no one really talks about it and people don't really give brandon routh his the credit he deserves yeah so that is absolutely fair yeah, I didn't put it on there because I, just to me, it, uh, it's pretty rated. But for me, mm. my first one is Ant Man. Fair, because like it's 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 a it's a relatively, you know, well received film. It's not like mm. people think it's shit, but I don't think people give it the credit it deserves. <laughs> I think I think it's uh I think it's you know one of the better solo movies. I think it's really creative like yeah it kind of has some you know by the numbers plot whatever but what it does with that by the numbers plot is very fun and also introduced us to like quantum shit which is very important to the mcu so on that level you gotta see it and it's fun 
So yeah, I don't really have much to say about Ant Man. Um, my next one, probably a more popular, uh, popularly rated movie, but it's Chronicle. I've never seen Chronicle. Chronicle is amazing, bro. That's like that. That's oh my god, I love Chronicle so much. What is it? And I mean, it, what what is Chronicle? Yeah, it's pretty much about like these three three guys uh, that encounter a. Uh, alien like rock and they get like superpowers and stuff like that fun fact it was directed by josh trank oh and that movie was like that movie was a success yeah i think that's which, what got him fantastic for in the first place yeah right? which yeah which sucks because like he has a success of chronicle and then like fantastic four flopped and then like he made a movie with tom hardy called capone and that flopped too so oh he did um, capone yeah he did capone yeah he directed it huh which sucks for Josh Trank because, I mean, of course, you know, he's only directed three movies, but two of them were just horrible. But yeah, um, Chronicles. Of, yeah, Dane DeHaan was in it, Michael mm-hmm. B. Jordan. And I don't know, uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember the other actor's name, but. Yeah, I'm not familiar with anyone else on this list. But uh, I actually think the, I'm familiar, but. I love like the, uh, the found footage type of like way, the way they shot it. And um, it's getting a sequel too, and it's directed by a woman. I don't know who it is, but it's direct. It's gonna have a sequel. A woman, either a sequel or, or a reboot, something like that. Damn, this having eighty five, eighty five percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, like I said, I'm pretty sure most of my movies on here are gonna be properly rated. But yeah, I don't really hear people talking about Chronicle. Yeah, I've been seeing edit. I've been seeing more edits of it on TikTok and stuff like that. Chronicle That's, talk. Uh, Chronicle talk. <laughs> Yeah, my next one is Captain America: The First Avenger. Fair, fair. I mean, I think we talked about this on a ranking the MCU movies uh, podcast, but goddamn, this movie—the heart in this movie—is just infectious. Goddamn, I love it. <laughs> it's uh, objectively speaking, on, on Letterbox, I have two separate MCU rankings: my best to worst, which is like I try to do it as objectively as possible. And then my favorites, which I just rang based off enjoyment. And First Avenger is up there on my favorites list because mm-hmm. it's just a goddamn fun watch. I also love the World War II era. So that combined with the other just creates beauty for me. Uh, I like I like Chris Evans, you know, his first outing as Captain America. He, he, he just felt very... He was, he's clearly a Boy Scout, you know, compare that to where he is in Infinity War. <laughs> like, dude's changed a lot, but like, uh, and also, of course, he got, he got Peggy, who's fantastic. I mean, Red Skull was great, especially like, what, what did that movie come out in 2011? God damn, the Red Skull makeup. I was like, God damn, that, that guy has Whoa, a Red amazing. Skull. Crazy. But yeah, just a, just a good shit. <laughs> and also, um, I will say that. Captain America um, has the most consistent trilogy in the oh, MCU. Oh, absolutely. I still stand by. I think it's better than the Dark Knight trilogy, but, you know. Yeah, we got people that meet ride the Dark Knight. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the Dark Knight is the only thing that holds up that trilogy. I mean, I, I love Batman Begins. Yeah. It sure. may or Batman may not Begins be on this good. list, but <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, yeah consistently, okay. consistence-wise. So, yeah, I, I love to poke fun of the dark knight it's just funny but uh the next one on my list is hellboy 
I, I still haven't seen Hellboy. Bro, oh no, okay, not, not the 2019 one. No, no, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, the the, the Ron Perlman. Yeah, the, one. yeah, Guillermo del Toro. That's underrated. I love Hellboy. You know, I'm, I'm actually gonna go ahead and say the second one too, the Golden Army. It's oh my god, the movie is so good. Like those movies are great. I wish we got a third one, but I don't remember why we we didn't get a third one. Bro, we do got a third one. <laughs> oh yeah, no, forget that. I I kind of um, feel bad for that because uh. God, what's his name? Ron Perlman? No, 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 no. The other one. The new one. Oh. Oh, David Harbour. Yeah, David Harbour. He's a good choice. He is a good choice. Unfortunately, and like, that movie was apparently atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> I that couldn't mo- say, like, the but, movie, you know. The movie, like, had, like, it had really good marketing, too. Like, it had, like, really well, like, uh, yeah, really, really good marketing. And then it just... I was actually... That upset. great marketing. The trailer. Yeah. I remember seeing the trailer. I was like, God damn, that looks looks pretty sick i know <laughs> i was i i was gonna see it like i was gonna go see it in theaters but like i couldn't because of like some reason and i was absolutely like distraught whenever like people were saying that it was bad because i was like hoping for that movie banned. i was like dude i was waiting for this movie um i was ex- I, I saw like the the promo for david harbour's like hellboy he looked like he was in great shape he looked really, really good. And Ooh, then like that's an eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's so disappointing. I honestly I might uh you know make myself suffer and like go through like a binge of like horrible movies. Um just see how that is. But man, I was just so upset. What's the next one on your list? The next one on my list is Batman Begins. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone yeah. talks about the Dark Knight. And I'm just, you know, Dark Knight, obviously, it's a great film. Great movie. We talked about in our Dark Knight trilogy, re, uh, you know, reviews, whatever. Mm. Great film. But come on. Batman Begins? Great. It has the least cartoony <laughs> Christian Bale bat voice. <laughs> um, the suit, the suit's solid. The Scarecrow is actually seeing Scarecrow shit and, help, and the fear toxin effects in live action amazing i think i i think i said in our in our dark knight trilogy recap thing that uh i think even compared to the dark knight it has the best balance of uh bruce wayne and batman yep and it has that movie was ahead of its time too for being released in 2005 yeah that shit looks yeah it looks like it could have came out in 2015 yep but yeah i agree batman begins underrated Another one on my list is Hancock. Hancock is good. I like it. I like it too. I um I love I love like I love how it explores like the implications of being like a super like like a superpowered being like wow like you you're you're fucking shit up like we want you to fix it and stuff like that. Um I also love the uh you know kind of like the the backstory of him and Charlie Steering's character I forgot her name. Jason Bateman was also pretty good as well. He um, was. I, I loved. Uh, I I loved how like he, I you feel bad for his character and like he even explains it in the movie how like he can't compare himself to like Will Smith or like even like Charlie Steering because he's only a, like a like a mortal. Feel bad, but Jason Bateman's great. And I I also want to check out Ozark too. I've been hearing great things about Ozark. 
So, yeah, Hancock. Great I movie. will never forget the scene where he sticks that dude's head up. The oh other guy's yeah, ass. <laughs> it's the classic. it's the best scene in any superhero movie I've ever seen. It's classic. And the, oh human, my god, human centipede type beat. Have you seen Human Centipede? I have. You have. Mm -hmm. So have I. It's <laughs> mm. just gross. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's yeah. I think it was made. By, I think it was made by like, like a Dutch person. Yeah, that person's weird. I watched it with. Uh, Ima imagine, imagine describing the pitch, like giving someone that pitch. Like, <laughs> listen here, I got an idea. Like that. That's just horrifying. Anyways, I watched it with um, my cousin and my neighbor. Oof. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all did. Y'all did not go to sleep. No, I went to sleep. Because that movie was boring as fuck. I can't even no, live kidding. with yourself. I was just <laughs> saying, like, how can you live with yourself knowing that you watched that and so we're able to sleep soundly? It wasn't. It, it was mostly just gross to me. It wasn't. Even, it wasn't scary. It was just nasty. <laughs> Horrible. Like, no. Imagine being in the middle. Mm. 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 The best position. Anyway, moving on. My next one. Jesus. <laughs> My my next one is The Amazing Spider-Man. Fair. Fair. I understand. After rewatching it, I mean, it still it just follows the same beats as Raimi's Spider-Man. But it it does, you know, new things with this version of Peter Parker, the whole unwarranted, oh, he's too cool complaint, whatever. It's it's good shit. Andrew Garfield, arguably the best Spider-Man. He is the best Spider-Man. <laughs> yep. Uh, his, I guess the Peter Parker can be debated, but like he's still better than fucking Toby. I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't. I'm <laughs> and like, it's also crazy to me how much like heart that movie kind of has. It does, and of course, you can't go wrong with the Emma Stone, uh, oh my God. Andrew Garfield chemistry Be just best, off the charts. Best, best love, best chemistry. Absolutely, best I love chemistry. Tom and Zendaya, but. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew and Emma Stone's chemistry was just just leagues. <laughs> Seriously, it was amazing. The only the, uh, the only real thing that falls flat for me in that movie truly is the the whole the shit with his parents and yeah the lizard design. Should have just given him a trench coat and pants and didn't and not give him a fucking flat face. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, oh, and smart. the whole shit again, just the beat for beat Spider Man one thing, but like the fact that he speaks to himself, like come on, <laughs> come on, <laughs> you can you couldn't come yeah. up with anything else, but yeah, under I it just it just gets undeserved hate really that movie or that well, just that movie because Tasm Two is not great, Guilty Pleasure not that great though. I can't call it a rated because it's pretty rated. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um. My next on my list, probably another um, properly rated movie Ow. is Kick-Ass. You say Kick-Ass? Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass 2 is the best superhero. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Hon honestly, well, uh, you know, don't forget it. I'm not even going to give you a spoiler warning because the movie's like, like seven years old. For what? Kick-Ass 2 or Kick-Ass 1? Kick-Ass 2. Oh. Um, the movie, like, movie would have been way better had they not killed off Jim Carrey. So, I've heard from some people that Jim Carrey was their least favorite part about that movie. <laughs> I like Jim Carrey though. That's yeah, maybe fun. it's just maybe it's just like I'm they don't like Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. 
Yeah. No, I love Jim Carrey in anything. Oh, yeah, I know. It's just Jim Carrey. The um, seriously, people like. And yeah. I remember some complaints of Sonic. They're like, Jim Carrey's just doing Jim Carrey. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's great. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly what he does best: being himself. But like, I don't know. Just compared to Kick Ass, number like, like Kick Ass Two and Kick Ass One are just completely different movies. Kick Ass Two is just ridiculously cartoony. Like, well, not ridiculously, but like it compared to the first one, it's ridiculous. And uh, let me see. Let me see. It was. I always forget the directors of Kick Ass. Yeah, Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, it's probably why it was so great because Matthew Vaughn did it, and he did. Uh, First Class Kingsman. Kingsman. Yeah, Kingsman. But yeah, that's probably why. And then Kick Ass Two was directed by Jeff Waterlow. Who? What movies have you done? Fantasy Island, Truth or Dare, and yeah, Truth or Dare, Never Back Down, Bloodshot. Oh yeah. Some of those movies are horrible. Um, I did Bloodshot. <laughs> Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> another another ridic- another ridiculously cartoony thing of uh, movie. But still, uh, Kick Ass, great. Nicolas Cage is amazing. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's really great. Evan Peters and, barely in it. Wish he was in it more. Yeah, he he did he he did something in Kick Ass like for Kick Ass. It was just horrible. I mean, not horrible, but like I. Didn't like what he did, but still. Well, like a like an acting or like a character choice or an acting choice. Oh no 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 oh no 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 never mind. It was the second one, but he wasn't uh, in the second one. But his character did something in the second one. Oh, he was recast. You he, he was recast, yeah. By whom? I don't know. Some some dickwad or something. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's horrible. But yeah, he yeah he got like it was just dumb. But yeah. Yeah, Kick Ass One also has a lot. Also has like some part in it, which is really good, which I like it a lot. And yeah, I have a connection to that movie. So yeah, Kick Ass was Kick Ass was fun, definitely. It's it's, it's like as there's a lot of these superhero movies, you know, especially the Nolan ones. That's like, what if superheroes, but our world and and real. And I think Kick Ass is the only one to re like. There's there's still a lot of cartoony elements. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like it's really the only one that actually looks and feel like it could happen <laughs> in our world yeah i mean there's some of that like that jetpack shit like take that like take that out it's pretty <laughs> yeah it's pretty jetpack real world funny. it's funny though so indeed um what's the next one my next one is both og fantastic four movies where they're just god <laughs> it's probably honestly it's probably just nostalgia but I don't, I don't, I don't care. It's, it, it's like, it's like there's the nostalgia that is like, oh, this is like, you know, this movie's actually not that bad. And you rewatch it. It's like, oh, actually this is shit. I'm looking at you, Spider-Man three, but there's other ones where I'm like, this is actually pretty good. And you rewatch it. It's like, not it's still pretty good. <laughs> That's what these two fantastic four movies are for me. Just good fun. The, the, the casting pretty goddamn spot on the, the whole, the dynamic between the entire team again, pretty spot on you can you like you can say whatever about the writing or even the special effects or whatever honestly it's it's not that bad uh it's it's pretty simplistic and you know by the numbers it's kind of just like whatever but it's good it's good fun for a ta- for a fantastic more four movie especially back in like oh five or oh four or yeah. whatever i think I it's have, pretty I, goddamn good i have a, i have a thing to say about chris evans human torch Amazing. Not 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 to say it's a bad thing, <gasps> but like 
compared to comics, Chris Evans has ruined the look of Johnny Storm. <gasps> How dare you, sir? Well, because I mean, because he's not a hot shot. <gasps> he's not a he's not a hot shot. Johnny Johnny. He is a hot shot. What are you talking about? Johnny Storm in the comics is a freaking downtrodden character. He's like probably the most oppressing character in the Fantastic Four. Bro is like scared of everything. Bro is scared of hurting people because of his powers. He like freaking just hates himself low key. Well, maybe he does hate himself in these. We just didn't get to see it that much. No. Horrible. He's great. He's fantastic. No. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like saying, I'm just saying shit. But I like, I like his portrayal as Johnny's uh, Johnny Storm. I always want to call him Johnny Blaze for some reason. Imagine us, two Johnnies, not being children when those came out, being old enough to actually have brains, and hearing that the motherfucker that plays the Human Torch is going to be Captain America. <laughs> I would have been like, what the hell? Everyone was like, excuse me. <laughs> This guy? You serious? Disgusting. But, um, okay, the second one, I think, is better than the first one. In some aspects. I think, I actually think the story is low-key worse, but it's more fun than the first one. I just don't like what they did with Galactus. They made him to a cloud. Okay, yeah, that that, that, that was bad. That was bad. But also, as a kid, I didn't know know who the fuck Galactus was, so I didn't care. (laughs) I don't know, like... Who decided to make Galactus a cloud, but like horrible. Just not a good decision. The special effects where Silver Surfer looked surprisingly good for the time. I know. Like he was shiny so and then he loses he I forgot I forgot exactly what happens, but he loses his like power or something, or they're draining him or some shit. And he kinda goes like matte instead of just super shiny and glossy and reflective, and it looks really goddamn good. The Doom design leagues ahead of the twenty fifteen one. <laughs> Everything is better than the 2015 one. That is true. You can't, you can't, you literally can't go wrong with anything else. Yeah. But, that's a, but yeah, Julian McMahon's Dr. Doom is amazing. Then, yeah, I love, I love seeing Julian McMahon like, like overall because, like, I mean, because of Charmed. Uh, but yeah, he's great. He is great. Well, ca- everyone's well, well cast in that. Captain For Holt sure. is in it because he's a god. Yeah, no. Amazing. Lawrence Fishburne is Silver Surfer. He was Silver Surfer. Forgot about yeah, that. The voice. I remember. Yeah, 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 the voice. Yeah, I remember walking into the theater with my sister with a Silver Surfer toy, and it was just amazing. Best experience. I used to watch those amazing. movies all the time. I think I have them on DVD. I, I think I have them somewhere too, or at least one of them. Probably the first one for sure. Yeah. I mean, I wish they released those on 4K. Disney. Disney, get on it. I will purchase them. I'm going to go on Disney Plus after this and watch it. Good. But uh, the next one on my list, they better not have. Sometimes they just be taking shit off, and I'm like, why are you doing this? I'll sue. Um, The next one on my list, I know. Oh, no. I I understand what people think about this movie. I still like it, probably because of nostalgia. But it's Watchmen. I love Watchmen. I love it. Even though Zack Snyder did not completely get like the the theme of Watchmen right, I love it. I love Watchmen. I will die on that hill. I love it. I love Watchmen. Underrated. It's okay. Underrated. <laughs> Shut up. Stop talking. It's underrated. Uh, update. Silver Surfer isn't on Disney Plus, but the first one is. No, I'm suing. <laughs> I'm suing them for in 
enjoyable themes. Well, actually, sometimes enjoy- because they're fucking Fox's contract or whatever, Silver Surfer might be on HBO Max. Let me check. But but Watchmen is it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, I I like I like Watchmen. I I like it a lot. I think it's because I got introduced to it. Like like I said, it's so probably a nostalgic thing. So I got introduced to it as a kid, and when I was growing up, I was like, why does no one talk about Watchmen? Like, this movie is really good, but compared to the comics, I would understand why people wouldn't like it because Zack Snyder did not get the theme right of being a superhero in the Watchmen universe. Being the Watchmen, being a superhero is a horrible thing in the Watchmen universe. So, but Zack Snyder has to make it to like, like, a, like a good thing, like a hopeful thing. Um, so I understand, but I still like it. And then again, I like Zack Snyder as a director, even though some people don't like him. I still find his work enjoyable. Silver Surfer is not on HBO Max. Oh my god! <laughs> um, Watchmen's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, think it has a sixty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's fair. I think I, I think I'd give it a six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's fair to say. You know, like you know, you you express your your disdain and dislike for Zack Snyder, and you know that's okay. His work isn't for everybody. He's got some gems every um, now and again. Yeah, for sure. Like you know. Um, Justice League, Jackson Justice League. Um, That's actually it. I've never I've never seen I've never seen Sucker Punch from him. I've seen suck. I saw Sucker Punch a long time ago, and I remember enjoying it. Okay, so that's but it was also but a yeah. long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I understand why people don't like Jackson. That's fine to say. So I like his work. So watch mid. Uh, my next one. <laughs> <laughs> Holy sucker punch has a twenty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy- what? what? Oh, that 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 goes on my list on bad movies. Bad movies that you're watching. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read that to myself. Dang, Wait, it's crazy. Oh no, no, yeah, this is it. I was like, is this another movie called Sucker Punch? Nah, this is it. Rest in peace. But uh, my next one is Birds of Prey. Fa- oh yes, yes. I agree. Yes. Hey, you didn't have the you didn't, you didn't think about that, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> you want to know why? Why? Because it's underrated. You're right. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> it is underrated. Uh, yeah, man. This this movie just awful timing, really. Well, multiple things. Awful timing with its release, just because like the peak of COVID, and they're like they really use this movie as a test to be like, are people ready for to th- come out to theaters? Nope. Uh, <laughs> not only that, the marketing was atrocious. Marketing was horrible. So bad. Especially, especially with the name, too. And yeah, and then like towards the end of its life, then they change it. Yeah, like Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, and like, yeah, I don't know. Or Harley I don't know Quinn why. Or Birds of Prey, something, I don't remember. Yeah, it was Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, or whatever, yeah. But yeah, and then like, I don't know why they had that long name, Birds of Prey, the Fantabulous Fam- Man's Fabulous Samantha. Patient, patient one or, Harley Quinn, something Quinn. like that. I don't know who did that. I, I don't know why. It makes sense for the character. Like, like that's like if this was not a movie, if this was like even a comic, I'd be like, that's kind of fun, but not yeah. for a movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah, the movie has to be simplistic and has to be eye catching. I'm not gonna go up to people and be like, hey, bro, to check out Birds of Prey, the mass of the family's of one Harley Quinn. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, bro! I loved Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. It was really good. Like it just sounds so goofy. 
but but yeah like you know you're right this movie came out at a really bad time oh, i'm sorry the fantabulous not the fabulous the fantabulous and yeah, fantabulous but yeah like you said the movie came out at a really at a really bad time but like it's very it's a very solid movie like i love i love it a lot i think everyone was like pretty well casted um the only complaint i will have to say Cassandra Kane. is Cassandra Kane. And there's really, there really wasn't enough like character development for some of the characters, such as like you know, uh, Black and Black Black Canary. There wasn't enough and- character development. Well, for, for for Cassandra Kane specifically, there wasn't a ton to her character, but also as far as her being like just Cassandra Kane, could have just chosen a different name. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, like but, uh, I feel like if they just chose a different name, a lot of complaints about that character would vanish because a lot of people are like, she doesn't even look like her. She's not like Cassandra Kane at all. And it's like, I, I agree, but also it, the, whatever the character that she is in this movie works for the story that they're telling. Yeah. But yeah, Huntress, we need more of that. <laughs> Yeah, she's amazing. Oh my god! And also, uh, Black Canary. Yeah, like you said, who's apparently going to be in Batgirl? I think that'd be cool. I think she's going to cool. be in Batgirl. There's also rumors floating around of maybe a solo thing with her. Hopefully, that is true because that'd be it awesome. Great. You want to know something? Hmm. The actress who plays Cassandra Kane is the niece of Dante Bosco, who voices Zuko in Avatar: The Last Airbender. Really? Yep. Huh. Pretty cool. Wait a minute. That's the only movie she's been in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, That's both, she, that both sucks and is cool. I, I think I think she like does like music or something like that too. No shit. Huh. Yeah, she does like music or something. Did we talk about you and McGregor? You know we have fantastic. Amazing. What a great but choice. Also, but also killed him off way too early. Killed him off way something. too early and not enough in the mask. Yeah, I know. Oh God. Sad. So Man, imagine imagine you see a black mask pull a lightsaber and he says, Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he put he puts on the mask and Harley Quinn or, or and because he, he he drugged Harley Quinn or whatever and she wakes up and he has the black mask on and it's like all fuzzy and it's on his face and it comes into focus and he goes, Hello there. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be but yeah. Movie movie is underrated and I will say this again. Along with well, Birds of Prey and Shazam were the two movies that were destined to turn around the DCEU. Yeah, the Birds of Prey walked so the Suicide Squad could run. <laughs> but yeah, it was just bad timing, and it's just it's just more so like it's it's relatively well rated. I think it has maybe like a seventy five or like an eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Uh, just yeah, just unwarranted hate for no reason. The action is also fantastic. I think it's I think it's the same yeah, choreographer as yeah. the John Wick movies. So like, just great, <laughs> just great shit. Yeah, just just uh, just unfortunate. If like, it, I think I think really it literally just comes down to call the name, call the movie Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey because the Harley Quinn name sells. And when your movie is called Birds of Prey and the of one Harley Quinn. Most people, and especially when you see like, like the title of something, usually the title gets cut off, and it's like blah blah blah, then like dot dot dot, and you see Birds of Prey and the fanta- 
<laughs> you don't see. Yeah. It's like it's like, well, what is this movie? So, yeah, great stuff. People complain that it was like they're trying too hard to be like Deadpool, and I mean, I get, I guess, but it's Harley Quinn. It's more. It was more yeah. so narration than it was fourth wall breaks too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Fun movie though, for sure. Um, the next one on my list is Iron Man three. I was tempted to put that on the list, but I didn't because I, I feel did, like it's gotten I, come up its uh, recently. Well, I'm gonna say this now. It, now it it is properly rated, but I still think I would say I would call it underrated just because um, it gets it gets a lot of hate. I feel I still feel like a lot of hate goes towards this movie. Yeah. Um, granted, like it's in the conversation of of it being like kind of more of like a director's movie than like a movie that was supposed to be like for like its own thing. Kind of like, you know, like how Multiverse of Madness is like a Sam Raimi movie, but you can tell that Iron Man 3 is a Shane Black movie. Mm-hmm. But still, this movie is this movie is really is really good. I enjoyed it a lot. I could I would arguably say it's the best out of the Iron Man trilogy. Um Ooh. I, that's, yeah. no, you, yeah. that's that's fair. It's it's definitely either arguably better than Iron Man One or on par with Iron Man One. Other than that, this movie is fantastic. It's more creative. Um, definitely true. Yeah, definitely. I love how they explored um, Tony's PTSD. They made Tony like they, they had like made his fucking ego go to the side. Uh, I, I loved how like I love the extremists. Though I will say, just that, him shitting on the kid. Yeah. Um, I will say that, like, I wish Extremist was, like, a more more of a plot point in the future, like, movies. Because, like, it was just kind of, like, a one-and-done thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, yeah, I like this movie. It's it's fun. It's a fun movie. I love Iron Man 3. Yeah, absolutely. The, the whole Shane Black aspect of it. When I first watched it, I hadn't seen any Shane Black movies other than Iron Man mm-hmm. 3. So, I when, when people were saying that, it was, like, it's mostly a Shane Black movie, I was like... I'm sure it is. I'm going to take your word for it. (laughs) But then I watched Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, also with RDJ and Val Kilmer, the best Batman. Uh, (laughs) um, uh, And I was like, oh, oh, I see now. (laughs) Like, this is absolutely, Iron Man 3 is absolutely a Shane Black movie. Like, uh, Iron Man 3 is also one of the movies I see most use. Uh, for criticism against the MCU as far as like, oh, the MCU, all is all it is is quips and stuff, and you're putting quips in the wrong places or whatever. I guess I can see that, but also Shane Black. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's like, it's 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 it, it might be a cop-out to be like, oh, well, just because the director, it's a specific director, they can't really get away with it. But also, I feel like Sam Raimi also gets away with get the corny campiness in his movies. I mean, not everyone enjoys it, but... I mean, I talked about it in the review. I didn't enjoy some of it, but still, I don't really care. But yeah, Iron Man 3, absolutely. Oh, it's so good. Indeed. I try to watch it every Christmas because it is a Christmas movie, like every Shane Black movie to ever exist. Wow, I didn't think about that. Wait, wait, you're right. Because I, I was thinking about um, the Predator movie because he directed that one too. Is that, wait, what? Oh, yeah. sorry. Most of his, I don't know if it's all of his movies, but a good majority of them are set during Christmas or around Christmas time, whatever. What? Oh my God, you're right. I forgot that Olivia Munn was in a Predator movie. Gosh, Is that, so was fun. that the one with Keegan Michael Key? Um, yes. And Thomas Jane. Mm. 
who is who was the old predator, you know, for Punisher. Yep. You said predator. But, oh, my fault. Punisher. <laughs> Sorry. My fault. But now that Hawkeye came out, am I gonna watch Iron Man three or Hawkeye for Christmas? I don't know. I watched Spider Man one every Thanksgiving because it's a Thanksgiving movie. And we'll just continue my tradition with Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. No, it's not. No, it is. It is. <laughs> God damn, Spider-Man's 20 years old. That's insane. Are we old yet? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to think about that right now. We're old. Yeah. Oh, well. Don't you know? My next one is X-Men First Class. Fair. Directed by Matthew Fair. Vaughn, as we were talking about earlier. Matthew um, massively underrated in my opinion it's one of the best x-men movies i would say set during uh, the 60s fun era uh the cold war and whatnot you get to see charles being well you know this is really the origin for everything so like charles isn't patrick stewart yet he's he's like he's this uh fun guy you know going to bars and stuff actually has legs and you know this this is the movie yeah this is the movie where he loses his not doesn't lose his legs, but you know he's crippled. Uh, you also have Kevin Bacon as the villain, yeah, who's as Sebastian Sand. Excuse me, Sebastian Sand. Sebastian Shaw. Sebastian Stan. <laughs> Kevin Bacon as Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan. <laughs> yeah, Sebastian Shaw. Uh, he was all right. <laughs> he was. He was all right. I don't know. Hard for me to. I don't know. I, it's kind of hard for me to see Kevin Bacon as a as a villainous character, but still good. I think this is the movie that has this great Magneto scene with Michael Vassbrender where he tracks down some Nazis and just murks them. Just good shit. Yeah. Um, Zoe Kravitz is in this. Yeah, she is. And I still think that even though this movie is underrated, it has one of the most racially profiled <laughs> and racially uh, motivated scenes. I feel like, movie. I feel like that was the point. No, I, like he, I, I think that was the point. Yvonne is canceled. <laughs> it was also the sixties. I mean, we weren't, we weren't. Uh, You're right. Yeah, we weren't so, there yet. <laughs> they, they, they did, they did. Darwin so dirty. Absolutely. How are you, how are you gonna kill off somebody who can't die? Who's meant to be unkillable. Yeah. So dumb. But it's also like the thing we're talking about, or I, I think we're talking about. I, in, off mic but like the whole thing to make a character seem more powerful to kill a seemingly more powerful character just in, just incapacitate him don't kill him off yeah so dumb yeah i wish matthew vaughn came back for uh daisy future past but i love daisy future, future past is, it's fantastic great but yeah imagine daisy future past but like with matthew vaughn action great yeah Unfortunately, now it's directed by an alleged pedophile. Anyway, uh, moving on, uh, uh, what's your next one? <laughs> my next one is another popularly rated Man of Steel. I thought about that, too. I love Man of Steel. I don't care what anybody says. It's not like your most conventional like superhero movie. Uh, oh. I think it's probably I think it's probably the best Superman movie ever. Um, <sighs> oh, whew. No, I, I I think so. Oh, um, why'd you say that? I don't know about that one. You don't know about that one? I don't know about that one. Um, what else do I have to say? Oh, I think that, yeah, I think it's definitely the best uh, Superman movie. Um, here I can't say it. I can't say it. I tried to go out with it. I I can't say it without laughing. 
But yeah, no, I don't think it's the best Superman movie ever made. Thank God. I definitely think that it is a good Superman movie. Um, like I said, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I enjoy Zack Snyder's work and people don't, and that's fair. But I like Man of Steel, underrated. Needs to be talked about a little bit more. Needs more appreciation. God damn, this is a 56% of Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, yeah, that's undeserved. Like, dude, oh my God. I was trying to troll so hard and I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, I was, I, I tried to say Henry Cavill is better than Christopher Reeve and I just Ooh. couldn't do it. My mind, my, <laughs> mind would have, my mind said, nope, don't. <laughs> not, not the time. Right and a visceral reaction, you're, you, you couldn't, you, your tongue was like, nah, <laughs> we can't, yeah, we're not, no. we're not messing with that. But yeah, yeah no. 56% of Rotten Tomatoes, that is undeserved. I, uh, so yeah, that definitely I'd say that fits the profile for underrated. Um, yeah, I like Man of Steel. Yeah, better than Watchmen. Mm-hmm, mm, okay. <laughs> no, 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 That is fair to say. That's fair. Uh, I just uh, wish it wasn't. Uh, wish he wasn't so dark and yeah, gloomy. dark, <laughs> yeah, dark and gloomy. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, which which uh, the, which we were talking about it. You you, you were saying it on the one of the older podcasts, uh, even though he's a weirdo, something that Joss Whedon did right was give Superman color. Yep. Exactly. So, but yeah. Um, well, well, yeah, what's your next one? My next one is, I would say this is the most underrated on my list. The movie Super. I I, I knew you were going to put that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to put that. Good shit. It's because because you're, right. you're talking about like what if superheroes were in our world and I'm like he's probably gonna say super yeah we knew it but that's fair absolutely got you know it's a if you don't know what super is because it's an underrated film uh, and not a ton of people know about it it is a James Gunn film I think I, I think it's directed by James Gunn I'm pretty sure it was written by James Gunn too it's got James Gunn written all over it uh, James Gunn movie it's like if I had to compare it to any of his modern works, probably Peacemaker. Like, it's nothing like Peacemaker, but, like, as far as, like, tone and it, violence level goes, Peacemaker. Similar, yeah. um, it's got Rain Wilson and Elliot Page. Rain Wilson, uh, obviously Dwight from The Office, being Dwight from The Office. <laughs> and he's this, he's this dude, I won't get into too much without spoiling, but it, it, he's this dude that decides to be a superhero-like character. And he wears this red, red, uh, crimson suit and just beats people with a wrench. <laughs> uh, Kevin Bacon, again, the villain <laughs> in this, who does a good job, <laughs> especially in a specific scene at the end. Um, Elliot Page, also fantastic in this movie, as he always generally is. Uh, and this is just this is good. It's a good movie. <laughs> James Gunn just it's it's one of the most like James Gunn movies, uh, at least prior to you know your Peacemakers and your The Suicide Squads. Um, and again, very violent, especially in. There's this one scene where I was like, where I was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> that's whoa, Jesus. <laughs> there's also another scene that's problematic <laughs> that I, I shouldn't yeah i i i know i know what you're gonna say because i i know what it contains i'm not gonna say it i i <laughs> well actually know. there's two scenes that are problematic i don't know which yeah. one you're talking about actually well i know there is a usage of the hard art yes 
that is that's actually not what I was thinking about, but that is absolutely, oh. but that is absolutely uh, one of them. <laughs> that's one of the problematic things. The other one that the one I was thinking about is problematic, but it's like in the story, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> it, did I need it? No. Did I need to see it? No. <laughs> but like, I was like, gross. But <laughs> you know, I will. You got to see it. <laughs> You got it. You got to see it. Screw the Fantastic Four movies. Watch Super instead. What what is Super on? Let me see. It's on. It's not nothing. It's on Amazon Prime. Sling. Uh, man, who the hell? Is it Sling? actually on Amazon Prime, or is it, or is it like it's on Amazon it just, Prime? You have to buy it on Amazon Prime. I I don't know. It just has Amazon Prime premium subscription. I'm just gonna watch it on my website, and it has Linda Cardellini in it. Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'll watch Super today. I have nothing to do. Oh, let me see if it's on Amazon Prime. I did. I did my. I did my work already. So let's go. No, Super's not on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so you have to watch it on a, a very legal website. Very. <laughs> but yeah, Linda's Linda Cartley's in it. Yeah, she's. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, she's not. She's barely in it. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that she was she, she was like like, like a pet store owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in it for like yeah. one, maybe two scenes. But um, Dang. but you James see, Gunn you look at the you look at the cast list. It's like James Gunn is clearly one of those actors, like your Christopher Nolan's or your Tarantino's, that likes to use the same actors and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know you got your Nathan Fillions and your Sean Gunn's and your Michael Rookers and Nathan Hura and Steve Agee, so. You mean a conigo? Die beard, yeah. Die beard. <laughs> um, the last one on my list is Doctor Strange. The first one, Doctor really? First one, yes. It is underrated. Definitely hmm. not talked about. Definitely, definitely, people slept on it due to this fact right here. People were still like dumb casuals were. Still discussing if the multiverse was real. Oh my god! When Doctor Strange literally said the multiverse is real, the Ancient One showed him the multiverse in his mind. He saw <laughs> it, and yes, yeah, like Doctor Strange, like it's definitely like one of the better origin stories. Um, of course, you know, like very similar to the classic Iron Man, yeah, plot, but also just does really well with it. Does really well. Very very creative for its time. Yeah, the visuals. Well. Nuts. Vis- visuals were just amazing. Biggest complaint um, I've seen is just he does firecracker kung fu. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> which is fair. Well, but well, it's definitely fair, but you know, it's an origin for Doctor Strange. Um I wish we saw more of Mads Mickelson because he's a fucking amazing. Wasted, yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like Doctor Strange is um yeah, it's definitely underrated. And I'm I've said this before. Um, I don't know if I'm on the podcast, but I will say it again. Doctor Strange and Ant Man are two of the most underappreciated characters in the MCU. They well, they are movie now. Well, not Doctor now, Strange but like, specifically, Ant Man. Well, but, but like I but like I I have said it before um, that because literally their movies are tying into like some of the most important aspects of the future of the MCU. Absolutely, Quant- quantum and multiverse. Yep. So that's. That's it. Doctor Doctor Strange is amazing. If I had to say anything about a complaint about Multiverse of Madness, we, the fact that we didn't get to see, we got like one scene with that Inception like kaleidoscope 
the way the environment just fucking folds in on itself and shit like that. Yeah. I I um, really like that. <laughs> I, I need more. Yeah I, yeah, I love the I wanted to see more of the mirror dimension. That's so good. I like also I love like I love like I think like I, even though I don't like Mordo as much why don't you like I, Mordo? I don't understand because he because he, he's dumb i don't like Mordo. why just because he the dr strange broke a rule to save the world and uh, it just happened just, to break a natural law and now he's mad here's, about it? here's why here's why i don't like Mordo. now all of a right, sudden right. instead of going after dr strange he's like nah fuck all sorcerers <laughs> instead of i look i just don't see what else they can do with Mordo. like after multiverse of madness i don't want to see Mordo. Yeah, I think that, I think that's that, why they didn't really because ha, yeah. Had they put that scene in there of him getting his head chopped off, that would have been amazing. Probably the best part of the movie. I would have rated it 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm <laughs> Jesus. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. But still, I just don't see what else I can see with I don't see what else they can do with Mordo. Um therefore, I don't I just don't want to see him in the next Doctor Strange movie whenever that comes out. But so I the one part I liked about Mordo in Doctor Strange was he was explaining uh, like the the like implications of magic because mm. like had he like I mean of course there there was lines about that in Multiverse of Madness but right. I think had he like uh, had we seen like more like you know him like use like the multiverse or like those like you know, like little pocket dimensions it would have been nice to see like some implications happen and it would have been cool yeah well yeah because you got minor spoilers for multiverse of madness i guess but he is in the trailer um dr strange is like yeah mordo dedicated his entire life to trying to kill him so obviously they've had encounters off screen yeah which is kind of unfortunate but (laughs) but also it's like part of me wants to see it and part of me is like there's a lot more creative things you can do story-wise with dr strange so i'm kind of conflicted because i i like mordo (laughs) i think especially like uh I, I don't know how do you chit will edge it to four <laughs> that guy <laughs> fantastic uh, actor yeah he is a fantastic actor i he's in a new series that i wanted to watch on showtime so i might ch- i'm gonna check that out it's called the man who fell from earth or something sure. to earth but yeah, i want to <laughs> we'll watch that but yeah um my point still stands dr strange or at but before not not now but before Doctor Strange and Ant Man were two of the most under underappreciated characters in the MCU. Yeah, under the most underappreciated until Multiverse of Man. Well, really, Infinity War because his shit in Infinity War, Infinity he got War, a lot. Yeah. Of, he got a lot of uh, love for that. But uh, yeah, the two most underappreciated characters at the time, and yet they're two of the most important. Bringing more, yeah, most important aspects of the future of the MCU. So, is what it is. My next one is Batman Forever. It's a Val Kilmer, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Val Kilmer one. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> you can listen to our uh, review of that movie uh, in the Joel Schumacher uh, Batman podcast that we did. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, that's a bit of an exaggeration. It's not great, but... I think it gets way more hate than it deserves. <laughs> I let, let me look at the Rod Tomatoes score. But like Val Kilmer, solid Batman, solid Bat, mm. still the best Bat voice. Some of the some of the lines of dialogue he has to to Dick, just 
just straight Batman, <laughs> straight, just, just great Batman stuff. Uh, I have design issues. You know, there's the nipples. <laughs> there's the suit he has at the end. Not great, but it was like, it was clearly like this transformative, like there was, it was clearly going from Burton to Schumacher, uh, stylistically, that movie from, uh, just gradually. God damn, it has a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't deserve that. I'm sorry. It doesn't. Like, it, it like, it's not great. Like, uh, I think Jim Carrey's, the Jim Carrey's Riddler's, uh, plan, it's actually kind of cool, <laughs> his, his villainous, uh, his, his villainous plan, uh, Tommy Lee Jones just playing a weird version of the Joker and calling it Two Face. Um, I think it's I think it's pretty good. One of the things I don't like is uh, I don't remember the actress's name. What's her face? The love interest, fucking weird. Oh, Vicky. No, it wasn't Vicky. Oh no, it was some doctor. Um, I think some maybe say like a psychiatrist or something. Yeah, she was weird. She was like way too into Batman. Yeah, way too into Batman. But yeah. I'm like telling because because like you know my 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 parents were alive during this shit and I'm just like oh Kilmer's actually you know about that and they're like Ugh, no and I'm like give the give the man a chance <laughs> <laughs> I can understand maybe not liking his Bruce Wayne he's just he's he's good <laughs> it's uh it's uh it's unfortunate that he was you know allegedly hard to work with or whatever whatever happened there but. Did you like the movie? <laughs> you, I mean, you, you didn't hate it, did you? No, I didn't hate it, but I just, I just think that Val Kilmer like carried, hard carried that Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Oh, there was the there was the bit in it where uh, Two Face, you know, he it's, he kills Dick's parents or whatever, and and uh, Two Face was like, Batman needs to reveal himself or whatever, and just on just just right on jump Bruce is like I'm Batman I uh, he gets drowned out by the crowd and whatnot but like oh, that's just so Batman to me <laughs> there's so there's yeah. there's so many moments in the movie where I was like that's that's really true to Batman <laughs> like, and it's I think it's you know people hear the you know Batman forever Batman and Robin and Joel Schumacher they they're like uh you know colorful and too many jokes and whatever really campy or whatever this movie's a lot darker than I was expecting and I think a lot of people remember like you there was this whole sequence where he like flash flashes back or whatever to him killing his parents and there's like a fight a gigantic bat and shit and it's like it's 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 like actually kind of dark and interesting yeah. also jim carrey's doing his thing <laughs> jim carrey's amazing so jim carrey dope but yeah that's i think that i think that's all i have yeah that's all that's all i had as well all right well is that the show that is the show all right well, thank you for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E, nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at, I'm not using Instagram, I'm not using Twitter at the moment. Um, so just follow Either our one. follow our uh, Instagram, which is the same thing, is A-V-E-N-G-E, nerds, all one word. the Avengers on Instagram. Oh, the Avengers nerds. Well, Go 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 to that. We have it in Link Tree. Um, where, where can they reach you? Uh, they can reach me at. Well, they can't. They, they, they can't really reach me because I'm also not on Twitter. But they can they can follow me at um uh, YouTube.com/slash it's Zenith. But also, generally speaking, I'm on the Avenged Nerds Twitter, so you can just reach me there as well. Also, yeah. oh my God, completely forgot to mention up top. 
your fucking Daredevil short film came out. Oh yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, yeah, my my Daredevil short film has officially released. Um, I still got to send it to a few other people. Um, yes, it it is released. It is about six seven minutes long. Um, yeah, go check it out. Well, we'll put it in description. I'll, I'll put it in the description. Yeah, I'll put I'll put a link to it. All right. Yeah, put I'll put I'll, there's a link in the description or the show notes uh, to Torrin's Daredevil short film. Go check it out. Please. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> but going back to that, we have a Discord. If you'd like to join the conversation there, those will be linked in the show notes. You can check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in app on Apple Podcasts. If you could leave five stars and review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to Avengers Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>